Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics released the jobs report today and will end on a happy note, I guess. The numbers are big. Employers added 321,000 jobs in November, the most in nearly three years. The unemployment rate remains at 5.8%. However, wages seem to show an upward trend, though. Charlie Herman, business and economics editor for our co-producer WNYC, is with us. Charlie, welcome. What do you think? Uh, These are really great numbers. I mean, they were way above expectations. And even if you look at the reactions of economists and other people who, you know, really pay attention to these numbers uh, and come out with their morning uh, reports or sort of quick analysis, you saw words like surprising, encouraging, blockbuster, uh, strong report. So I think a lot of people were really uh, happy to see these strong numbers. And in particular, that wage growth number, that's really important because wages have been so stagnant for so long. Even if this is just one month, and you always hear one month is not a trend, but uh, this is one month where you saw a nice uptick in the, the wages that people were getting. And if that is consistent, if you see that going forward, that's a really good sign because people have, have not been earning as much as one would hope. Now, if you pair the increased payrolls with the wages going up, does this mean businesses are getting more confident in the economy, they're hiring and raising wages, or are these two two statistics independent of each other? They're connected in the sense of uh, companies are feeling that consumers are spending, that the economy is doing better, so they are hiring people and bringing them on to meet the demand. At the same time, maybe they're finding it difficult to find the people that they want or, you know, that uh, you always have this thing called slack in the labor force. You know, the slack issue, if they're finding it more difficult to bring in more people, they have to start paying more money to bring people on board. And that is getting in the sense of, okay, if wages start going up, that's telling you that we're getting to the point where uh, uh, more people are coming into the workforce, hopefully. And so, therefore, you have to start paying people more to keep them, to bring people on, to get them to change jobs, that sort of thing. I got two things for you, Charlie. Uh, first of all, this is a long streak. What do you make of that? The the the, the long streak of these jobs uh, that jo- we're seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing: these, these jobs numbers are really good, but you know, even if, as one person pointed out, um, even if we had these numbers uh, pretty consistently, you know, say around three hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand, it would still take us some time to get back to the pre-recession labor market that we had. Um, at this rate, it would probably take almost two years to get there, uh, according so, to, to one report. So, so you know, what we're having here, these are really good numbers, but we, we were in a really deep hole. And not only do we have to get more people hired, uh, because while we may have more people working than we did immediately before the recession, we still have a lot more people who came into the workforce right, since right. 2008. And people's wages haven't really increased that much over the last decade. So you've got these two factors. We need more people employed and people need to make more money. Increases by thousands doesn't compensate for decreases in the millions, which is what the recession is. But All right, is, before we go, a less, good report. Good report. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take it. Um, less than a minute, much less than a minute. Anything in here address the income inequality that we've been talking about all week? I think this wage is, is the, the, the most significant part that we're seeing a little bit of an increase there. Uh, but in terms of the larger issue of resolving income inequality in this country, this report doesn't have the answer for it and doesn't necessarily point the, the uh, road out, the, the way out. Mm, so don't look at the numbers for that. Charlie Herman, have a great weekend. You too. Charlie Herman, business and economics editor for Takeaway, co-producer WNYC. And from raw numbers, we return to some raw emotions about the nation we live in today. All week long, as I said, we've been addressing the widening economic inequality in America and around the world. What do these numbers feel like to someone who 
The U.S. economy left behind a long time ago. We spoke with Tim Wood, a husband and father and struggling editor of a weekly newspaper in Chatham, Massachusetts, who says he feels like he's on the outside of the U.S. economy looking in. As far as uh, personally how it affects me, it, it's I think it has a very uh, minor effect in the sense of the wider community around here. We're seasonal, so we don't necessarily see the uh, regular increases uh, that uh, the jobs numbers seem to indicate. We might uh, see a little bit of economic impact from that as it sort of lifts the whole boat up and uh, everybody is able to afford more uh, luxuries such as going on vacation on Cape Cod. Are you on the outside looking in to the U.S. economy, you and your family? Uh, I feel in a, in a way, yes. Uh, we've uh, you know sort of stayed steady state here, but we're not going forward. We're not going back. Uh, so these numbers, the impact on us is seems pretty distant. And how do you feel about this uh, discussion of inequality we've been having all week and um, the idea that, uh, you know, of all the bridges that need to be built in America, that one is perhaps the most challenging, the haves and have-nots. I would agree with that. I think we see that a lot around where we live because uh, it's a very uh, upscale resort community and there's a very big disconnect between some of the uh, rather wealthy summer visitors or summer residents around here and the rest of us who live here year-round. We tend to uh, be middle class to lower middle class workers, and uh, then we see a lot of houses that remain empty for 10 months out of the year, uh, while the rest of us uh, sort of struggle to pay our mortgages and uh, heat the homes and uh, put groceries on the table. Who do your kids think the rich people are? My kids see them as sort of the the people in the big houses on the water who are um, making money off of other people's money, basically, uh, not really being the productive people that they would hope to be. Now, all these economists are crowing that this is, you know, fabulous news and really talks about the strength of the U.S. economy. Maybe this is the, you know, this is the peak here. This is as good as it's going to get, Tim. It could be. You know, for us, if it percolates down to more people coming on vacation, that's great because that fuels our local economy, it means that there's more advertising for my newspaper, which means that my newspaper is going to stay open, unlike a lot of them. And it means that uh, there'll be jobs for, for local folks in the shops and in construction. But it certainly doesn't affect the inequality. It doesn't affect the inequality. Our, our wages have sort of stagnated like a lot around a lot of people around the country, uh, whereas our health insurance costs, for instance, have kept going up. What do you say to people out there listening to, you know, these two guys talking on public radio? Will, will they stop whining, please? I mean, come on. Let's get the American spirit going here. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. What do you, what do you say to them? That's a valid point of view, but I think it's unrealistic in this day and age because the the opportunities to pull yourself up by the bootstraps are just aren't there for most of us. Corporate jobs, the company jobs that uh, used to be able to um, fuel that just aren't there. And I think that people are struggling and people are trying to do that. We're just not having the opportunity to do it. Well, Tim, have a great weekend. It's great to talk to you. Thank you, John. Tim Wood is the editor of a weekly newspaper, married father of two kids. His wife works part-time. He's in Chatham, Massachusetts.